Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. It's titled, My Female 24 Partner Male 24 Chooses His Stalker Friend Over Me, but then wants to reconcile when cut out by a circle for being friends with her. My boyfriend is a dancer. Because of this, he has a lot of female friends, which is fine because I have plenty of male friends too. So there was never any jealousy on either side through the course of our two year long relationship. He has this really close circle of female friends. Some of them are friends, some of them are not and just know of each other's existence. I've met all of them. They are wonderful and passionate women and I get along with almost all of them. One of his friends never took a liking to me, but to be honest, I think she never really tried to get along with me. I was fine with this. Not everyone has to like me. The thing is, I am dating her friend, whether she likes it or not. She might not like me, it's fine, but trying to insert herself into our relationship is a no-no. What I want to say is, on top of openly voicing out her dislike for me, she's also quite stalkerish. She's blowing up my boyfriend's phone at weird hours and if he doesn't pick up, she's thrown a fit on how I'm changing him and occupying all his free time. Last week, we've had our anniversary dinner and guess who showed up? Yup, this friend of his. He told her we're planning to have a romantic date at this one restaurant and she decided that she missed her friend so she's just going to join us and pay for herself so we don't have to mind her. For some reason, my boyfriend isn't correcting her behavior. I know that he thinks she's acting out of line because we've had this conversation plenty of times, but for some reason, he just can't set and maintain good boundaries with her. After that dinner last week, I was so mad at my boyfriend for not doing anything and just allowing her to ruin our anniversary date that I told him to not contact me for a while so I can cool off. As I said before, I get along with the rest of his circle, but I've gotten especially close to one of his female friends over shared interests. Obviously, she has learned about our fight and messaged me to learn what has happened. So I explain everything that took place, not only during our anniversary dinner, but throughout the course of our relationship. That's when I've learned that this friend of his was a problem even before I came into the picture. She would accuse the rest of the girls from my boyfriend's circle of trying to monopolize his attention. She would be possessive over him to the point she would crash any meeting he had with any of his other friends, stalk him through Snapchat. She explained that they never really interfered because it was not their place to do so and they thought maybe there was something going on between my boyfriend and his friend. But now that I'm here, this friendship of his is just inappropriate and she can't accept that. Apparently, she told the other girls and they've decided that my boyfriend needs some tough love because he messaged me today accusing me of trying to mess up his friend circle, berated me for being jealous of his friend and even went as far and told me that there is a reason he's choosing her over me. I told him if that's how it is, then we are over. That was yesterday. 
Today, he had a change of heart and suddenly he wants to repair our relationship. I asked him if his stalker friend is in the picture and he said yes, that she is. But I have to understand that she is going through a lot. Then he asked me if I could talk to his other female friends again because they kicked out this stalker from their group chat and she's crying to him that now she has no other girl to talk to. I don't know what to do. That's two years together and I love this man, but this is a drama that I'm not sure I should be a part of. I also have this weird feeling that the only reason he wants to reconcile is because this weird friend of his got kicked out of the group chat. My thoughts are all over the place. How should I proceed with this? And I got to say, I felt exactly the same as OP towards the end of this story that I think he's only trying to come back into it because someone's had a word with him and said, no, you're absolutely in the wrong. And because they've kicked this friend out, now he suddenly had a change of heart. And whilst it's, you know, okay to make mistakes and it's okay for people to see the error of their ways and and then come back to people and ask for that forgiveness, it seems like it's happened over and over again, especially at that anniversary dinner anyone could see you know that's absolutely wrong and imagine being that stalker friend turning up at someone's anniversary dinner how could you not feel so awkward unless you're there to do some damage you're purposely there to do damage that's the way it feels to me but but we do have some updates to this one from the boyfriend as well which we're going to cover in just a moment but now we're going to move on to the comments to see what happens there a deleted user says he probably only wants to reconcile because he's lonely Only yesterday he told you that he was choosing her over you. Let him be with her and find someone who actually respects you because this dude ain't it. OP replies saying, yeah, part of me knows that this is probably the case. Yeah, I can't help but cling to the hope that he was just up in his feelings yesterday from being reprimanded by his friends. I'm really torn over this. Learn to Fly says he's not sad because he's missing you. He's sad because stalker friend is sad. Nothing's going to change if you get back together because she's still in the picture and he will continue to prioritize her over you. You deserve more than that. PP Weed says you should try and become better friends with the girls who reached out to you. That's a really good show of character. It's also sad that your boyfriend's friend care more about you and your relationship than he does. Kick him to the curb, fully steal his friends. You and those girls deserve better. Avebury says your ex-boyfriend has made it clear that he will always put stalker girl before everyone else. His other friends have confirmed this. He does not want to get back together with you because he loves you and he is willing to maintain boundaries with this woman. He only wants to reconcile in the hopes that his friendships with the other woman will be repaired and they will take him and stalker girl back into their circle. You deserve so much better. If you take him back, you will do so knowing that you will be the minority partner in a threesome. Do you really want that? I'll keep him kicked to the curb and not waste any more time with him. Time to find someone who will put you first and have your back. Zeus Hera says, My jaw dropped when she showed up to your anniversary dinner and pretended it wasn't what it was. And I was disappointed in your boyfriend for not enforcing some boundaries. That girl is toxic and your boyfriend should know it by now. So now we're going to move on to the first update, which came from op's boyfriend it was posted on a mental health subreddit and it said advice needed boundaries and bpd i have a really close friend she was diagnosed with bpd a few years ago i'm her best and only friend and the favorite person as she says i cherish her greatly but i recently came to the realization that her possessiveness over me is slowly driving everyone away she's a constant presence in my life friendships relationship and family 
Because of her illness, she can be quite intense and jealous. I tried to set some boundaries before, but I think I'm probably approaching it the wrong way, since it always ends with her going into a fit of rage, sadness, and apathy. As her best friend, I feel responsible for her well-being, but the stress from tiptoeing around her is wearing me down mentally. Can someone here offer any guidance on how to navigate through boundaries and jealousy with someone diagnosed with BPD? And I'll just give you an overview of the comments on this one. And people were saying, you know, it's the BPD person that really needs to that needs to work on themselves and needs to get therapy and various things like that. That managing her mental illness is her responsibility and currently you're letting her sort of almost walk all over you, allowing her to destroy your relationships like this. And then OP's boyfriend posted another update post asking on relationship advice. They said, I lost my girlfriend and possibly all my friends because of another friend of mine and I'm lost. And then says, I'm in need of advice. My girl has recently broke up with me. Our relationship was stable, but we hadn't a disagreement. Fought, broke up, and after I reached out to her to apologize, she blocked me everywhere. On top of that, my friends took her side, so they refused to talk to me, and it was all over another friend of mine. Let's call her May. I even have to post from a throwaway because, knowing May, she's lurking through all my social media profiles, including Reddit. May and I are friends for years. She comes from a rather rough background, suffers from mental illness, and has quite intense personality. I'm her only close friend, her favorite person, so she's also kind of clingy. I have, or rather had, a lot of girlfriends, and May is jealous of all of them. Me and May never ever tried anything more than friendship. She's not what I look for in a partner, so I guess her possessiveness comes from her mental illness and the fact that I'm her best friend. My female friends have expressed their dislike towards May, but got accustomed to her constant presence over time. The problem started after I met my girlfriend, or rather, ex-girlfriend that I will call Laura. Laura is a social butterfly, and she got along with my girlfriend, and I feel like they actually started to like her more than they like me. The only one who didn't like Laura was May. May got even more jealous. Through the course of my two-year-long relationship with Laura, May has tried to break us up multiple times. I know that what she was doing was just wrong, but every time I tried to talk to her, she would bring up her illness, the fact that I'm her only true friend. She would cry, tell me that Laura is taking me from her, threaten to hurt herself, etc. After May crashed mine and Laura's anniversary dinner, Laura got fed up, told me to finally set some boundaries, and we went no contact for almost two weeks. I haven't contacted Laura in this time because I couldn't bring myself to talk to May about her behavior. After two weeks, one of my girlfriends called to chastise me about not treating Laura with respect and letting May ruin not only my friendships, but also the only healthy relationship I've ever had. I learned that my girlfriends decided that me and May are not worthy of being their friends until we start to act like adults that we are, and removed us both from every shared group and group chat. I got mad at Laura for bringing my girlfriends into our relationship problems, so I called her. I must admit that I got emotional and was an asshole during our call and said some very rude and untrue things, which I regretted the next day, but she broke up with me anyway. I asked her if she could at least talk to my girlfriends because making them turn against me was just unnecessary, but she wrote to me that my girlfriends have a mind of their own and blocked me. I tried to contact my friends, but I just heard that they had enough of me and May for months and May was a nuisance to them even before Laura came into the picture. Now I'm torn. 
I know I can't eat the cake and have the cake, so I need to either choose May or my friends, and maybe then Laura, but it's really hard to give up on May, even when she's toxic because I know she has problems and I'm the only thing she has. What should I do? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And then there were some comments to OP. One said, sounds like the inevitable that you'll find someone new and May will do something again. May sounds like major drama and I can see why Laura set boundaries and got up when she did. You are enabling it to some extent by not taking action. OP replies saying, yeah, I realize that I enable it, but it's just so hard not to. When I know any kind of boundary is going to throw her into a fit, and I feel responsible for her well-being, knowing that she suffers from mental illness. A response to that was, that's why she does it. She's manipulating you. Mental illness is not a reason to let someone harm or walk all over you. Opie replies again saying, I know it's not a reason, but she was clinically diagnosed and she has those fits towards anything, not only me. I don't think she's capable of knowingly manipulating me or anyone else, nor does she mean any harm. It's really hard to explain. The reply to that was, so May has been massively out of line for years and you keep encouraging it. You get told to get your act together about May or else. You choose or else. You have a massive tantrum on the phone with Laura and she nopes out of your drama. No one else wants your drama either and it's somehow Laura's fault you allow May to be abusive and controlling of you. Bro, bro, time to actually listen to what Laura and your friends have been telling you for years. Find out phase isn't fun, but you've been fucked around enough. Either be the right or die, May has been making you be for her, or walk away and massively apologize to everyone. First place to start, why did you let May crash her anniversary? Replied to that from OP was, to answer your question, I didn't know she would crash it. I just told her I'm planning a dinner at a nice restaurant and she just showed up. I didn't tell her to leave because she has those fits of rage and sadness due to her mental illness and I was afraid of making a scene in public. Then additional information was dug out. The original poster, Laura, comes in with an update with additional information as well from the group of friends. So the update says, we broke up for good. I asked him one last time if he really wants to keep Stalker in his life. Got a response that he feels responsible. So I wished him well and blocked him. I thought that I would grieve over the end of this relationship. Turns out I didn't even know how stressed out I was by this mess. Blocking my ex felt liberating. Once we broke up, I stopped getting Facebook friend requests slash Instagram requests from weird, obviously fake accounts. I can post a story without worrying about stalkers suddenly appearing where I am, out of nowhere, in hopes of meeting my ex. They can have each other, not my circus, not my monkeys. I've got myself really good friends though. 
After breaking up with my ex, I wrote to his friend that reached out to me. I felt like I owed her an explanation since I thought breaking up with my ex would mean the end of our friendship. She called me crazy for thinking that she would ever leave me alone. Now she knows how cool I am. I just came back from grabbing a beer with my ex's ex circle of female friends. I was invited by the friend that reached out to me. The girls are great. I was told that I shouldn't blame myself for the fact that they decided to cut my ex and stalk her out of their lives because they were thinking about it long before I even came into the picture. She was causing huge problems and none of them wanted to deal with it anymore. And the stories I've heard, crazy. Stalker is so possessive over my ex that she was even jealous of his own mother. After his mum split with her husband, my ex spent more time with her to make her feel better. Stalker then tried to convince him that his mother is in love with him, lol. My ex complained to one of the girls that Stalker was regularly sending him articles about emotional incest until his mum got herself a new boyfriend. I'm glad I removed myself from this mess before it was too late. I want to thank everyone for their advice and tough love. I needed to see that I'm putting myself in a very dangerous position. And then there was a final couple of comments on that update that said, this is so batshit insane that I totally believe this is real. But the real question now is this, what other stories did you learn? You can't say that they told you juicy stuff and not share, lol. Opie replied saying, I learned a lot more than I wanted, that's for sure, lol. Let's just say the story about my ex's mother is just the tip of an iceberg. From what I've learned, stalker fits of jealousy were so severe that she would threaten to commit suicide over the fact that my ex danced with someone else at a wedding. She has also stolen his phone and blocked his girlfriend, the one he had before me, and even threatened to commit suicide if he unblocks her. Apparently, she was getting better after getting professional help, but when we started dating, she spun out of control again. Someone else says this is so strange that he would choose her over everyone else in his life, even his girlfriend, when they are only friends. Do you think he's actually in love with her, OP? OP replied saying, I don't think he's in love with her. If he was, then he wouldn't have enabled her behavior for her own good at least. I must say that another user might have been right. He likes the feeling of being someone's savior while also enjoying the attention he receives. And now I'm gonna turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you have done if you was OP? What would you have done if you was X? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from goldsun777 who says, am I the arsehole for telling my husband that if he wants my mother-in-law in the delivery room, then he can't be in there either. For context, I 34 female and currently about six months pregnant. I'm pregnant with me and my husband's second child. Me and my mother-in-law honestly have a pretty bitter relationship. She doesn't approve of me or my family background. When I was having my first child, my husband had asked me if I'd considered letting my mother-in-law be in the delivery room. I told him absolutely not and afterwards he never really brought it up. I ended up having my husband and my mother there with me as support. Me and my husband are now discussing about who I want in the delivery room and I told him I was fine with the same arrangement I had last time. My husband was clearly not happy about the decision as I could clearly hear him mumbling something under his breath. I asked him if he had a problem with the arrangement. He actually spoke and claimed he did. He stated it was massively unfair that I would allow my mother in the delivery room but not his. He mentioned that since I got to choose who was in the delivery room last time, oh God, here we go, he should get to choose who gets to be inside of the room this time? I told him he was insane if he thought that would have let his mother see me in extreme pain. It would be an incredibly uncomfortable situation. He was incredibly upset and left the house. 
I've been trying his friends to see if they have seen him recently, but without any luck. I contacted my mother-in-law, but she said she had absolutely no idea that my husband wanted her in the delivery room in the first place and that she hasn't heard from him in a while. I'm honestly kind of freaking out, both from stress and guilt. I'm worried that my husband isn't okay, but I also can't help but to feel guilty that I drove him away. I don't know if I should stay with my current decision anymore. Please tell me, Reddit, am I the asshole? Absolutely, you should 100% stick by your decision in this one. It's absolutely insane that he thinks he gets to choose who watches you go through this. This is absolutely your choice, in my opinion. You know, if I was OP's husband and they said to me that they didn't want me in the delivery room, you know, I would respect that decision because to me, this is just all about support and helping someone get through a pretty traumatic, but, you know, also beautiful time and also a happy time. I will say that as well in their life but they're literally having a human being pushed out of them. So yeah, that's up to them, you know. If the least I could do is stay out of that room for them, I'm all for it. (laughs) But at the same time, if they did want the support from me, then I'd absolutely support that. But to make the claim, you know, you got to choose last time who's in the room. I get to choose this time. I'm bringing the whole family in. Come on, guys. (laughs) It's absolute madness. Not the asshole at all. Like you said, I'll be sticking to your guns on this one, 100%. Guilt-free, in fact. But Simply Sam says, when did squeezing a whole other person out of your vagina become a spectator sport? Of course you want your mum there. I think most women do if they have a nice relationship for support. I'm older than you, but there have been the occasional day that frankly, I just want my mummy, damn it. And why would you want someone in the delivery room who doesn't even like you when your cash and prizes are hanging out there for everyone to see? Not the arsehole, not by a long shot. IT Slay for Decay says, as a married man with three kids, not the arsehole, the woman giving birth gets to decide who is in their delivery room. Full stop. Sir Ed says, hard not the arsehole. During childbirth, you are helpless and vulnerable. You should have only the people you trust around you for support. If you have people you don't trust and even don't like there, it will only cause you more stress and problems. And quotes, he mentioned that since I got to choose who was in the delivery room last time, he should get to choose who gets to be inside of the room this time. Then says, I've not heard anything more immature or weak. Tell him that the first two kids you carry to term and delivered, he can just state the next child and deliver it if he can figure out how. In famous Wasabi says, in quotes, he mentioned that since he got to choose who was in the living room last time, he should get to choose who gets to be in the living room this time. And then says, only if he's the one giving birth this time, not the asshole. And one more from Not Quite Right who says, this is a message for your hubby. If this were who gets to hold the baby when he slash she is baptized or who gets to bring him to see Santa, then sure, you can play the take turns game. But this is massively different. This is your wife's body, and she is the one going through this procedure. In the most immensely vulnerable, both emotionally and physically position, she will ever be in. It is 100% up to her, who she gets to share a room with during this time. If that doesn't work, then actually take off your pants, lie on the couch with your legs spread wide open, and pretend something is coming out of your penis. (laughs) Tell me if you agree to have no say in who gets to see that. Now... I turn this one to you guys. What would you say to the hubby in this situation? Maybe you have a different opinion on the matter. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, as always, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for getting involved. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my 
Lays, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 